Welcome to Shine Online with Ellie Swift. I'm your host, marketing and mindset coach, Ellie Swift, here to help you connect with your clients, create life-changing results in your online business and shine neon bright online. I built a multi-six-figure business in under two years and more importantly, have supported my clients to get amazing results. My clients have generated five and six-figure launches, tripled their income and completely transformed their lives using my signature framework, the Swift Marketing Method. In this podcast, I take you a layer deeper into my business, my life and my mind. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, welcome back to another episode. Today, I'm chatting with you all about how I live launch without the stress. Now, before we talk business, you might notice that I'm sounding extra sexy today. There is a full-blown husky head cold situation going on right now. But for the purposes of, of course, continuing forward to deliver an episode to you, this is what we get this week. I definitely sound worse than I feel. And so we're just going to keep in mind that this is me, Ellie speaking, even though I 100% sound like a man today. I'm really excited to chat through this episode. We've been getting a lot of love for our shorter, sharper, actionable, strategic episodes. And so I'm going to continue with that theme today and talk a little bit about how I live launch without the stress. So what I'm going to do in today's episode is share with you, first of all, what I don't do in terms of live launch methodology what I do instead. And then I'm going to share the three main reasons why I launch in this particular way so that you've got all the information that you need to go ahead and make your own decision about live launching and your approach to it. I also should mention that this approach has resulted in more six and multi six figure launches than I can count of both my masterminds and also programs. It's also resulted in hundreds of thousands of dollars in client revenue because it's the approach that I teach in both my masterminds and within the mastermind model. And when I say client revenue, I mean clients within their own businesses. So it's the approach that I've taught for a really long time but it's something that I've sunk deeper and deeper into the longer that I teach launch strategy. And I'll explain a little bit more about what I mean by that in just a moment. So let's talk first about what I don't do. I personally don't teach the live launch methodology that is five to seven days of cart open, like a week of cart open or even two weeks of cart open, like really, really quick cut open periods. And I know that a lot of people do, and I know that it works really well for some people. I am yet to personally meet somebody who doesn't experience stress around that type of a launch, which is why I personally don't do it because I don't believe it to be sustainable. 
But what I'm seeing at the moment is there's quite a lot of critique around live launching. And actually, I don't believe that live launching needs to be demonized in any way. I think that if you find live launching to be something that is stressful and challenging, that it might just be that your approach isn't necessarily something that's serving you effectively and that you get to tweak the approach. And so the the purpose or the opinion of this episode is very much if live launching something that feels stressful for you, I would encourage you to look at tweaking the approach rather than writing off live launching because it's something that is so incredibly beneficial to your business. For example, the growth that you can experience from live launching is huge versus say, if you launched a brand new program that you took to Evergreen straight away. So within my business, I run and roll with a combination of both live launching and Evergreen. I love and rave about both and I would recommend both with a different time and place. So if you're starting or launching a brand new program, my recommendation is always that you're launching it live first, because when you do that, you're going to gather the data, the information that you need to then help make the best decisions about how you launch it in the future. If you launch Evergreen straight out of the gate, you're not going to get any of that data because you're not going to have the process that you are funneling potential clients through to help determine what's working in that funnel, what's not working, the messaging that's working, the messaging that's not working. You're not going to get any of that information if you go straight to Evergreen. So, Live launching is something that is incredibly powerful. It's something that I really recommend. And I, you know, again, just to speak to that key point, believe that it is often demonized in a way that it doesn't need to be because there's an approach that you can take that is not always the live launching approach that is taught. That is the one that I find works best for me and works best for my clients. Okay. So I've talked now about what I don't do. So just to recap on that, I don't do quickie live launches. I don't do like five to eight day cut open periods. I find that there's a lot of stress that comes with that. So how do I launch instead? How do I live launch instead? For programs that are not masterminds, I do a three to four week cut open, a three to four week cut open. For my masterminds, I currently roll with a four to six week cut open. Now my clients might roll with anything from a two week to an eight week, but we have a lot of conversations around spaciousness of live launching and creating a time period that is going to be most suited to you depending on where you're at in your business. So for example, in the earlier stages of business, I was launching more consistently because I was focused on bringing in cash flow faster to the business because I was in earlier stages and it was all about building and generating more revenue. Nowadays, it's about launching less, but launching more effectively, which is why I have that slower approach. That said, I don't believe that in any season of your business, you need to do a five to seven day launch. So if you're sub six figures and you're listening to this, this approach still applies to you. The other thing that I both do and teach when it comes to mastermind launches specifically is I teach a three-phased approach. So 
when it comes to selling your masterminds and in fact, selling your one-to-one, selling many of your programs, I would do this for any core offer that you have in your business. I always recommend a three-phased approach. So the first is your pre-sell. Now that's the selling that you're doing outside of those card open periods. And by selling outside of those card open periods, what it means is that when it gets to your card open, you're removing so much of that stress or pressure around having to specifically sell you know, a lot of places during a particular launch period. So I always focus on pre-selling my experiences year round. I also recommend selling to your existing clients. So for example, masterminds, one-to-one, any programs where you're encouraging repeat clients, my recommendation would always be to sell to those existing clients before you go public with your offers. Then selling to new clients is that card open period that I spoke to before, which for masterminds for us is usually around four to six weeks. So there's the three phases here, pre-sell, selling to existing clients and selling to new clients. And the reason that I wanted to share those three phases with you is because you can hear clearly here that when it comes to launching, it's not just about that card open period. And again, if you have a strategy that is more than just that card open period, what you're doing is you're reducing any of that live launching stress that truly doesn't need to be there. Now I'm going to share with you three reasons why I do it this way to really help you make an assessment of the way in which you might like to personally live launch moving forward. Now, the first reason why I do it this way is that I find quick live launches incredibly dysregulating. You know, there's so much talk at the moment of people doing business in a way that's less dysregulating. We're seeing a lot of people who have had businesses for a long time closing down those businesses because what they've built isn't sustainable. And I implore you and encourage you to not be one of those people. You know, yes, there is a season when you're building that you will do things that aren't necessarily the things that you're going to do long-term in your business. So you will be creating products that are long-term assets that, you know, you're, you're creating and launching for the first time all in one. You will have periods where you take on more clients to grow revenue so that you can hire the extra team member. Those things will absolutely occur. And I'm certainly not saying to not do those things. But when it comes to making long-term business decisions, for example, how you launch in your business, the programs that you're creating in your business, I'd encourage you to think about what is sustainable for you. I know that for me and 99% of my clients, and so perhaps you too, that five to seven day card open periods are incredibly dysregulating and not sustainable. Do I want to be doing launches like that when I have children? No, I don't. As somebody who works with probably 90% mums, do I want to be teaching an approach that I don't believe is going to serve and support mums to show up in their, you know, the rest of their lives? No, I don't. I just don't believe that this is a sustainable approach. Live launches don't need to be demonized. You truly get to do it in a way where you aren't stressed, stretched, or dysregulated over a long period of time. And a lot of that looks like gifting yourself more spaciousness during your launch period. The second recommendation or the second reason why I do this type of launch is that I truly find that people need more time to buy. 
And we're seeing this statistically right now as well. People need a lot of time to buy right now. We know that in a cut open period, people need around 11 touch points before purchase. I'm certainly seeing that with a lot of my clients that they're people who, for example, I've got one client top of mind right now who has launched a particular program really successfully for the last three years. Every time she's launched, she has grown that program. She's got amazing sustainable growth in that program. And what she has created in that program is incredible. The testimonials grow year on year. It's an incredible program. She recently launched it and she found that in this particular launch, despite absolutely nailing her messaging, knowing exactly who she's speaking to, it was something where a lot of her audience purchased so much later in the cut open period. And so knowing that, knowing that a lot of people are taking longer to buy, we get to plan for that. You know, we get to decide that that's not necessarily a truth for us. And for from a mindset perspective, I definitely recommend playing with that of like, you know what, that's not going to be a truth for me. I'm here for clients coming early in my launch. I'm going to prepare for that. And also being totally okay if that were something that occurred for you. So knowing that people are purchasing a little later, universally speaking, we get to create more touch points for people during that cut open period, which will then incentivize them to buy. And so if you have more spaciousness within your launch, you're going to be able to support that process for your clients. You're going to be able to jump on sales calls. You're going to be able to sell in DMs, whatever it looks like. And I think it's really important to note here as well, because again, something else that's been demonized lately in the online space is sales calls that generally speaking in every single industry, and this is a statistic that came out this year, people are still 90% of people who purchase are purchasing off the back of a call. 90% of people who purchase are still purchasing off the back of a call. And so if you're really, really resistant to sales calls, but you don't necessarily know why that is, (laughs) I'd encourage you to play with like, is that belief supporting you? Is it serving you that you're not going to do sales calls? Because I highly recommend them if you're wanting to fast track your sales, which a lot of people are in this climate. So this is my second reason here is that people generally need more time to buy. And so by creating more of that spaciousness, not only are you making it less stressful for you, you're also creating more opportunity for people to lean into that launch, receive the messaging that they need and receive those different touch points from you, whether it is front end messaging or going through that sales cycle to purchase. Now, the third reason why I really love this format of launching is that it gives you time to pivot and change your approach if you need to. And again, with, you know, working in an ever-changing industry, many of my clients are online. Obviously, I support coaches, creatives, and consultants across different industries. Not all of them are operating in the online space, but the majority are. And within that, we are an ever-changing, fast-paced, fast-growing industry. And that means that things that work will shift and change, which I think is a truly wonderful thing because stagnation is not supportive in any industry. It's not supportive for the consumer. It's not supportive for the business owner. Innovation, shifting, changing, growing, evolving is something that we need to constantly do in business and not be afraid of doing. And by creating more space during a launch, 
you've got the opportunity to pivot if something isn't necessarily working the exact way that you thought it might work. So this is especially true, of course, if you're launching for the first time, because if you're launching for the first time, there will be an element of testing that process. You may find that you've launched something for a really long time and you go to launch it again. And what has worked for you over time isn't necessarily the thing that's working for you now. And if that's the case, then having that spaciousness to be able to change course is going to really, really help. I had a client recently who had a very clear message that she was rolling with for her launch and we launched this program and that messaging had worked so effectively previously and it just was not landing this time around. So we had to really pivot that messaging so that it spoke to exactly what her ideal clients were telling her they most needed. It required a big shift in messaging, a big shift in content direction, which she pulled off like an absolute boss. And because she had that spaciousness, she was able to do that. If you're a longtime listener of the podcast, you will have heard me say before that my approach during a live launch is that not everything is going to be set up so that it's pre-scheduled, so that you've created all your emails in advance, so that you've set up all your content in advance. I personally find that that doesn't actually work super well because what does work really well is having around 80% of that content organized, but then 20% is you in response during your launch to whatever's coming up with clients, whatever messaging is coming through from clients, whatever objections are coming through from clients so that you've got the opportunity to really react, respond to what it is that they're sharing with you in real time. So as part of this time to pivot piece, another very specific thing around this that I've seen happen on many occasions is I've seen people who are planning a five to seven day launch period who are relying very heavily on paid ads as part of their strategy, experience something go wrong with their paid ads, whether it's that their ads don't get approved for some reason, or there's some sort of issue with their account that comes up, that might take three, four, five days to resolve, in which time your launch is almost over. And so if we're looking at our marketing channels and the resources that we're using to launch, I do personally believe that that shorter condensed launch model is somewhat outdated at this point, and it's not conducive to the buying behaviors of our customers or our clients. And it's also not conducive to the tools and the resources that we're using. And if we're trying to squeeze our launch into that box, it's something that is potentially going to become very, very stressful for us. So just to recap on the three reasons why I personally create more of a spacious launch, I find quick live launches dysregulating. So obviously the title of this podcast episode was, here's how I live launch without the stress. That's the main thing here is that I find quick live live launches dysregulating. I don't believe that live launches need to be demonized. I do believe that there's a way to do them that is really sustainable, but it does mean creating more spaciousness. People need more time to buy right now. So we're seeing that across the board that people just need more time to buy. They need more of those touch points for purchase. So that's the second piece here is keeping in mind that people need more time and creating that opportunity for people to purchase and to move through the buying cycle. And the third reason is that 
you've got more time to pivot and change your approach should you need to. So if you have something come up in your launch where your messaging's not quite right or something's not working for you or there's been some sort of big tech issue or your Facebook ads aren't working, you're going to have the time to solve that problem without pulling an all-nighter, without giving up the rest of your life. And again, a lot of these strategies and tactics were dare I say it, I'm going to go there, (laughs) created by men who weren't mothering their children or, you know, showing up in other areas of their life alongside their businesses. And so I know that the majority of you that are listening to this are women, you know, of course, being my, my target audience, majority of you are mamas in this season of your life at different stages. And you don't have the opportunity, whether you would want it or not to give up absolutely everything in your life and pull that all nighter or, you know, zero in on your launch to the detriment of absolutely everything else, nor should you have to, if you're wanting to have a sustainable business. So again, just to come back to my core point here is that I really wanted to share with you that there is a way that you can live launch without the stress. There is a way to launch that gets to feel really great for you. And I would encourage you to make up your own mind about what feels good when it comes to launching in the future and being really mindful of any of the conversations that might demonize live launch strategy. Now, you might remember me saying a few weeks back that we had an incredible low price point launch program coming soon. As promised, it is still coming, but it is coming in July instead of June because, well, sometimes life gets in the way. I am so excited to share it with you really soon. And I love having these conversations with you about launching so that you can hear exactly how I launch and why I find this particular approach so successful. In the interim, it would mean the world to me if you jump on over and give us a five-star review on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts and hit the follow or the subscribe button. It means the world to me. It means that we can get this podcast in the hands of more people, more listeners who it's really going to support to build their coaching, creative or consulting business. Thank you for being here. I love you. I'm so grateful to have you as part of this community. Have the best day ahead and I'll see you next week.